0: Well, welcome
1: everybody. Hope everyone is having a great start to the month of February. We hope the first month of the year you started strong. Again, if you have any questions in regards to any goals that you are working on for your organization or personally, feel free to reach out to us at Sustainable Success at chris at christophersillam dot com or chris at Sustainable dot net. Myself or anybody on my team will be happy to assess anything that you're working on that will be able for us to provide some great insights to help scale your revenue and your brand to the next level. Mm -hmm. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to meet new people for the first time, or in this case, perhaps meet, rekindle old relationships from your past. This is a membership program, meaning that that you have access to a wide array of different membership services that you would normally not be available to the general public. And it also features an Athletes Corner that is available for professional athletes that are making a transition into everyday life, an opportunity for them to bond with other athletes to make that transition seamless. Feel free to check them out for more information at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. We also encourage any of you that are new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice of America Influencers Channel. We also encourage you to follow us on Apple, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. That was the year back in May of 2017 where we were born, and we've been here ever since. So we highly encourage you to check it out. We've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights over the years that will help elevate your business, your personal success and brand to the next level. Well, we have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about from 9 to 5 to thriving entrepreneur and best-selling author. This is someone I personally know and she's, you know, taking the time out of her busy day in this case where her day is late in the day here in the UK. She took time to be away from her family to be here with us. Her name is Sabine Matharu and before I introduce her, I'm going to give you a little background about Sabine and all the great things that she's doing. You're going to find out more about her books here because she's going to share a lot of great content to help you either move away from the nine to five into entrepreneurship and perhaps, you know, publishing your own book amongst other things that she's going to share. She's a business startup and growth strategist who works with female coaches, course creators, consultants, and therapists. She has been in business for over 10 years and has been coaching leaders leaders. And creating training programs all her life her coaching and consulting journey has led her to build a large audience through her tv show networking events and social media collaborations she has authored three best-selling books with the fourth one on the way which you're going to learn today and helped over a thousand women start and grow their business within the past five years through her masterminds one-to-one online courses and membership programs She has also run a consulting firm with 50 coaches and over 100 courses via memberships, webinars, live training from across the country, serving corporate six-figure contracts on training and consulting. And without further ado, we welcome Sabine Mathura to the show. Hi, Sabine.
2: Hey, thank you so much, Chris. I'm super excited to be here today.
1: We are so excited to have you here and We always like to kind of maybe, you know, when we have these stories about from nine to five to thriving entrepreneur and best selling author, maybe perhaps if you could share with us your, your personal story journey from the nine to five into entrepreneurship and, you know, what was that process like, you know, for those people that may be listening that could be saying to themselves, hey, I'm looking to really make an impact either in my corporation or I'm looking to transition out perhaps to do my own business.
2: Yeah, I think this is interesting, especially if your audience um, is listening in, they are still in corporate and they maybe are thinking about doing something on the side or or jumping ship. I've seen it both. Now, the reason I actually didn't plan to become an entrepreneur, I really didn't. The reason why I became an entrepreneur is actually through my family. Now, as you can imagine, I was already a high flyer in corporate job. Um, working with large organizations, uh, and I was flying around Europe mainly as a consultant, and I was living out of a suitcase Monday to Friday. That was my lifestyle, and I just couldn't sustain it anymore because I had two children. Obviously, I'm, I'm a mom, and the kids were so young. And I thought, you know what, I just won't be able to see my kids grow up. What can I do? And because I was already working as a consultant, I was already delivering the things I think well I could do this on my own I could probably set up and sort of do the same things in corporate that's how I really started to actually offer the services and that was project management process management lean consulting that kind of stuff and I was working alongside an organization that does Six Sigma lean for six years that was my first sort of stretch in entrepreneurship and then I thought hmm How can I remove myself from actually having to be in boardrooms and in training classrooms live? Can I leverage my time and, and get more clients on board, but actually work less hours? That was my question. And so I embarked, it was about 2014, I remember that quite clearly, embarked on this journey of going online and searching for a solution. Oh, boy, I was in for a treat and opening a can of worms, actually, because there are so many things out there online, you know, build a website, branding, social media, and I got completely lost and overwhelmed. <laughs> and and I was watching all these YouTube videos and reading all these books, and I just didn't get anywhere. So to be honest with you, I wasn't an, a born entrepreneur. I thought I knew it all because I was a project manager. I knew my stuff, but getting into entrepreneurship was literally jumping into the cold sea of water and realizing, oh, this is tough. So, my mission now, and this is the reason because I'm very much a processy type of person, I like to think in boxes, in simple systems, actually simplifying things. That's what lean management is all about. It's about simplifying and making things work more efficient. And so that was my mission when I started after a couple of years of really learning about everything online. I was like, gosh, I don't want anyone else to actually having to go through what I went through and sort of going around in circles and not knowing what they should be actually doing and what's important and what's not important in business. And that's where I started my masterminds. That's why I'm just providing a shortcut from A to B to start off and not having to (laughs) make the same mistakes that I made.
1: Wow, that's a fabulous! I I love your background, project management, lean management. You know, you have these principles like you like I said, it's a process to kind of simplify things, make more efficient, which I think is valuable experience that you brought from your your corporate upbringing, you know, into the entrepreneur space. Because a lot of times, people that get into entrepreneurship, they don't have that structure, they don't have that way of thinking, or sometimes they don't have the discipline, and they're just kind of I guess, you know, I guess the term is they're throwing mud at a wall and seeing what sticks, you know, and that, and that approach is sometimes can cost you a lot of money and time. And, and so this is something, so talk, if you could talk a little bit about when you, you, you shared your backstory, you talked about that, you talked about that, you know, Hey, this this was what originally when I got into it, wasn't what I thought it was, it was, it was, I had to learn and like we all do. And so talk about some of the things that you've done with the masterminds and how they not only have transformed your business, but also transformed you in, 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 as an entrepreneur.
2: Yeah, I mean, so first and foremost, again, I um, didn't think I was going to run masterminds, so my business was geared towards serving corporates and and by the way we've we've done the 360 degree now through the pandemic and i now have a training company that does yes we're gonna i'd like you to share that
1: later in the show today because that's very about the empowerment portal we want to definitely talk about that
2: It just goes to show though chris and then you know in between i've also authored some books i mean that this journey is not linear. It's not like I'm going. I'm planning to do this. All of a sudden you have another idea and this is what entrepreneurship is all about. It actually lets you be more creative. And I think perhaps if I'm thinking back to, to my corporate job, maybe I was a bit hampered in terms of my creativity and how I wanted to actually move projects forwards and the ideas that I had. And I just felt like perhaps it was boxed in a little bit because now it's like, oh, I can do anything but it is definitely having to actually jump over your sh- own shadow because, you know, quite often we can be in our comfort zones. You know, we're doing this something like nine to five is like we're doing doing it in day in, day out, right? Where we're just in the same sort of routine. But entrepreneurship is definitely, all of a sudden you're wearing many different hats and you need to you know, add so many different skill sets to your avatar, including hiring people and, and, and obviously managing people and looking at budgets and all that kind of stuff. So definitely from a personal development point of view, you know, this this is like skyrocketing your your skill set, definitely. So that was the number one learning. Number two learning is, um, so in terms of the masterminds, I mean, I tend to work, start to work with women because my passion is helping women you know have a voice and for me it was a bit about women's empowerment and getting women's gifts out there as well and that was why I actually wrote the, the books with quite a number of spiritual women who actually do a number of different healing commodities and uh, you know there's there's spiritual entrepreneurs that are really shining a light on on what we need right now I, I knew that in the pandemic when that happened is like right People need healing. People need mental well-being, physical well-being. And those are the people that I'm bringing now into organisations. But the challenge is that they don't really know how to communicate with the corporates and how to actually express what they actually do and what it would actually do for, for individuals because it's a bit woo-woo. So I think that I kind of created that bridge for myself and really understand where they come from and what their challenges are. Um, I've always been a natural coach so I've always coached but even when I was working with consultancies I was always the person who was training um, someone who you know people could talk to so I had this natural kind of ability so it was new to me in terms of yeah let me create a mastermind and and do some training courses of course technology was a big thing (laughs) How do I put the stuff together? Yes, I knew how to do PowerPoint. Yes, I now we all know how to use Zoom nowadays. Um back then, 2015. Remember, not many people knew about Zoom and all this technology and websites and all that kind of stuff. And another thing I learned is you know, my husband, he bless him, he's a graphic designer. So he actually thinks in creativity, creative terms and when he does, does things, he does things very thoroughly. So he made me actually become a perfectionist. But in essence, it kind of hampered me because I thought I needed to have everything together, like perfectly branded website, You know, all the links working, all these programs already ready, <laughs> uh, payment links, everything else. And I did all that. But it took me about a year and a half or two years to actually create it before I ever launched anything. So... Don't make that mistake. If you do that, don't make that mistake. Just be imperfect. Just go with it, and that's what I do now. I like today. Oh, I'm going to do a webinar. Boom! Tomorrow's going to be promoted.
1: Yeah! Wow! Awesome! I love it. And and you know also like you know you you know all these things that you went from corporate you know to entrepreneur and you're obviously still in corporate. You you, you do a blend of both. What would you say, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, having books, I know I have an international best-selling book. I've, re- I've been collaborating in other books and I've done, I've collaborated with Jack Canfield in the past. Why is having a book really important? Whether, again, if you're an entrepreneur or even a corporate, but you're looking to make some impact, you're really looking to make a difference. Why is it so important to have a book?
2: So let me give you a bit of backstory about the books that I wrote. They're not ordinary books. These are collaborative books where 75 men and women actually share their stories. So the idea was actually to create a platform for them to be able to have a voice. And I also realized how many people actually want to write their own book, but they just don't know how to get started or they may not know what to write about. And the whole publishing thing may be really overwhelming. The marketing side of things overwhelming. And there I am, the project manager. And I thought, well, I am going to pull this together. And the, by the way, the idea just came out of nowhere. I woke up one, more, one morning, I turned to my husband and said, I think I need to go and write a book with 100 stories, inspirational stories. That's why I said, obviously, 100 stories in one book, that would be big Bible stories. Yes. Stuff. To <laughs> cut it into four different Section so hence we're talking four books, three are already out. First one, by the way, was launched just four years ago today, which is crazy. I can ah,
1: congratulations!
2: And so we're celebrating, and and that's great because those twenty five women that were in the first book, you know, we're still good friends. We still have collaborations. Again, it was about pulling those people together and being able to share their stories, and so that they have a voice and a platform. Of course, the book is now a – of course, it's, it, it wasn't a New York Times bestseller because you need a lot of budget and a lot of marketing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's, there's a process to do that.
2: <laughs> and 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 a big audience. But it, it does help actually warming up the audience. It does help you to position yourself as an expert in a field, and it's definitely a great business card, even going into corporates. Because actually, I got a big contract just because I had my book in my pocket when I had an interview
1: yeah no it's so true i always find for speaking opportunities and even consulting things when you have a book and that could be like a foundation around a lot of the things that you do in helping companies or even individuals whatever that may be it definitely really that's where i guess they always say maybe the book itself will not make you millions but 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 the book will make you a million you know it'll help open up the door for other things that you're doing, so to speak. Yes, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And it is about establishing yourself as a, as a thought leader in your field. And it, it, it is about, you know, pushing boundaries or, or doing some research around what, what you, you know, what you enjoy doing as well and bringing that, those aspects uh, into the world.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I love, love sharing that. And I know the audience really appreciates people. What would you say would be, you know, because we're going to be going into break in a few minutes, Sabine, and then when I'm sure when we come back, we can elaborate further. But what would be somebody that's listening right now that, again, they're looking to make that, what would be that first step that you would maybe, or, you know, maybe just something that, what what would be the first thing you would recommend that they do to embark on this journey to either write a book or step out to do something big in their industry or in entrepreneurship?
2: I think before you do anything or invest any time or money, really get clear on why do you want to do this and where do you want to be in the next three, five, 10 years from now?
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of times we find here at Sustainable Success, a lot of people reach out to us and say, God, I wish I should have planned before I did. I said, well, yeah, because sometimes like, you know, we get... There's what we call life in business, which can distract you with new opportunities and shiny object syndrome, and you start this, and next thing you know, you're going down a, a rabbit hole somewhere else. And and but when you have a plan, a vision, a purpose, like you said, it just keeps you keeps you on track, right? which I which absolutely is a hundred percent. We have about a minute left till the break. What would be anything that you'd like to summarize or anything, any other statements to support what you shared with us here in the first segment?
2: I think one thing I would say is just be you and don't be afraid of sharing you because quite often, and this, this was me when I was in corporate, I had a mask on and Mm. and I, I, you know, I wanted to please others and, you know, Rather not speak up, um, uh, and and it taught me a lesson. I just be you.
1: Be you. I think that's a strong way to conclude our first segment. Till we go, we go to break, and when we come back, again, we're listening from nine to five to a thriving entrepreneur and best-selling author with Sabine Matharu. Again, if you're just joining us, you have an opportunity to listen to the show in its entirety here later today uh, on demand at the Voice America Influencers Channel. Uh, as an addition to Apple and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We got to go to break everybody. when we come right back. We got more to come with Sabine method.
0: What is balance? This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're
1: just joining us, we're here with Sabine Matharu, who is our subject matter expert here today. We're talking about from nine to five to a thriving entrepreneur and best-selling author. Again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today on demand here at the Voice America Influencers Channel, also at Apple Podcast and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to follow us there. Also here at Voice America Influencers Channel. So Sabine, you shared some so many great insights about your journey from nine to five to being an entrepreneur and providing great insights to the power of masterminds and having a book to you know to provide you that credibility to really create more value in the industry or or in people's lives, whatever that may be. Talk about let's talk about entrepreneurship and. What are some things that uh, you know? Some key points that you'd like to share for people, whether they've been, you know, maybe been in business for a short time, maybe they, maybe they have been in business for a little while, or just thinking about getting into it. Talk about some of the things, like you know, how to provide compelling offers. Anything that you'd like to share that could really be uplifting and you know, and provide some great uh, insights for them to uh, to apply.
2: Well, this is my true passion. <laughs> Now, um, so where do I start and how do I break it down into bite-sized chunks? So, well, firstly, let me just talk about the challenges of entrepreneurship and what I'm seeing right now in terms of the landscape and what's happening this year, 2023 trends. Now, a lot of people started their own online business during the pandemic, actually, failed and closed their businesses as well within a very short period of time because they didn't make it work and had to go back into their 9 to 5. Now the reasons for that obviously multiple and I'll, I'll pull those out but normally it's they they lack predictable income Right, they they don't they don't know what how they're going to get their next client next month. They might maybe having one or two or three clients, but they just don't have the predictability. And most often, actually, there's a reason behind that. There is no system behind the business, right? So we're talking about systems. Then the so that that's so I let let me call it the ABC of entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, so I like that's, you that's that. easy to remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: let's. Let's talk about the A. The front end would actually be you need some leads, you need some people who you can sell to. So you need to know who they are, number one. And number two, where are these people? So that's your A. B is your systems. So how are you going to sell them your offer? Because C is actually your offer. So how do you connect the people with your offer? So there's your A, B, C. And we can actually explore
1: each. Yes, of them. So let's do it. Yeah, we could do a deeper dive from your perspective.
2: Exactly. And and I always like, um, I mean, I don't know if we can attach any links or anything like this to the show, but I actually have an audit. I love to do this business audit, A, B and C. Where are you standing with your lead generation? Where do you stand with your systems and processes? Do you have stuff in place that actually does the heavy lifting in the background? So you don't have to, you know, do everything manually all the time and, and repeat yourself. And, and does that come work? So I actually have a little audit around that. So if anyone's interested in listening, we can share that audit and you will actually see where you stand with, with that. I always talk then that the next best step is actually designing a, I would call it a high ticket offer. Now there are lots of different offers out there and lots different ways to actually have offers, memberships, websites, uh, the, the web, web design agencies. So I'm talking about high ticket offers a lot because I guess the mistake is people think, oh, I'm going to just go and create an online course and I'm going to record this and I'm going to just you know, sell it on autopilot, which, which is probably the ideal you know, business um, model, which is ideal, but they don't know what's behind it in terms of how much time, money, energy they need to spend to actually get people to buy this online course in the first place. So the high ticket offer would actually be the first thing that I would create personally. Now I'm going to give you eight keys um, to actually creating an offer that really resonates with with an audience. Okay. So number one, the offer must be a no brainer. So that means actually it's so amazing that, you know, people say, oh, I, I can't afford not to actually purchase this because it does everything and more that I need it to do. Um, number two, your offer must be must be solving a big problem. And this is not just a problem that just happens to be there. It's actually the problem that makes your potential client actually wake up at night and have like, nightmares, right? So most of the time with entrepreneurs, it's like, how can I make more money? How can I make more income? Or how can I remove myself from, you know, or, or leverage my time? That's most of the time that entrepreneurs are Thinking about obviously, wellness coaches might have different things. So, what is that for your, for your, for your client? Number three, the result should have a specific time frame. We live in a world of instant gratification, but mm. right? we have Netflix and, and 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 Amazon, right? We want things right away. So, obviously, understand that. For example, weight loss, it's not going to be like, oh yeah, lose ten pounds in. In, in three days it's not probably not going to be realistic. So what's a realistic time frame? Um, usually, I, I tend to work in 90 days and then I my, my promise is to to create 10 and 20 um, K months consistently. That can be done within 90 days because it, I know what kind of work is involved. So people don't have to work like wait forever to get that result. Number four, your offer must be superior. That's why it's a high ticket offer. It's gotta be have something that's a VIP, right? If you you know that when you go to a hotel that's a two star hotel versus a five yes. six star yeah. hotel, how that superiority actually feels, and how you're getting you being greeted, how you're being onboarded, or how many touch points you might have with your with your clients and all that. Perhaps even done some heavy lifting is being done. Like think about someone you know wants to have a sales funnel done, for example. That's really complex tech. Well, how about a done-for-you thing, right? Okay, they pay for it, but here we go. You've got it on a golden plate. You don't need to worry about connecting all the different software. It's done for you. Your offer must be unique. Now, this is the thing. There's a sea of other people out there that may be doing the same thing. How can you actually stand out and make your competitors actually irrelevant? What did Airbnb do? What does Uber do? (laughs) actually made... Everyone else around them irrelevant. They came up with a really new concept. The same with Netflix versus Blockbuster, right? <laughs> they are thinking. What happened to
1: Blockbuster, Buster, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So how can you be unique now? And I teach my my clients actually the uniqueness of creating a bespoke roadmap. So we actually visualize the um the the starting point, right? and we actually really go in deep into where is your prospect right now what are the steps you're going to take them through and where they're going to come out at the end of it and how they're going to feel live i mean normally we talk about a reduction of something or an increase of something most of the time we're talking wealth wellness or health relationships and uh time management so those are the four levers of most of the time people actually have the problems around those Number six, we need to charge at least $2,000. That's what I would call a high-ticket offer. I know there's probably going to be some. Think about it. You need to hop on a call with someone to have a conversation um, and see if it's a good fit and talk about your program. If anything below $2,000, you could probably just sell it on a a website, and and that's not that high-ticket number 7 the value must outweigh the price we know that right the the customer needs to feel oh my goodness i'm getting so but so much value and i'm only paying this little amount of of money that's insane right so put a package together maybe even a guarantee around it as well put your you know put your skin in the game as well like we have a guarantee um uh, and, and the, the program's called, by the way, Easy Client Attraction Method, right? That's what we do inside of it. We have a guarantee and say, well, if you don't reach 10K months in 90 days working with us, we will work with you until you do. That's a great guarantee, right? That's actually taking the risk away from the prospect thinking, well, are these people legit? Are they, am I going to reach my goal or not? Obviously, if nobody, if they don't do the work, We'll say, hang on, <laughs> you need to do the work to, to get there. And then the last point is your offer must have a heavy cost of inaction, right? What's going to happen if you're not progressing in this field or not getting support? How much longer are you going to, you know, going around in circles, trying it for yourself, spending lots of money where you know, maybe you should be investing it elsewhere? So that's your irresistible offer. Wow. And and how often
1: should you be putting out an offer? Like, is this, you know, there a lot of times people, you know, they might send out something once, maybe a couple times. But is it true like that, that, you know, like if you had 10 people, maybe statistically might be one person ready to buy. The other nine are somewhere in the journey where they're going to buy. We don't know. But if there's multiple touches, not that you're harassing or bombarding them, but there, but there's some touches along the way to educate them with again that compelling offer or something to invite them of giving them something of value for them to look to talk to you or engage more. That could be on average five to twelve times. It could be even more. Is that important that that offer also continue along the way along that that buying that buying process that journey?
2: Oh, yes. Most definitely. Uh, the least amount of people will probably buy on the first touch point because they don't really know you yet. Yeah. They've seen you somewhere. And this is what the mistake a lot of entrepreneurs that I work with actually make. They come to me and they say, oh, I've just created this beautiful website, but nobody's buying from the website. And I'm like, do you know, how, how do you promote this website? Also website." is actually could be confusing, believe it or not. It should be actually your brochure because there's too many buttons up there. You've got a homepage, bow page, offer page. When you have an offer, you should be on one separate page and just have one call to action on this particular page. The other thing is people are cre- creating so many different offers that not only themselves, but also kind of get super confused and say, "What should I buy now? What's this offer about?" Yeah, I jack of all the trades, master of none. <laughs> what do you want to get known for? Create one flagship offer to start with. That could be a ninety-day thing. And yes, you can then expand. You can then say, "Look, you know, the the, the offers that we tend to create in, through through the Easy Client Attraction Method actually." consists of usually nine steps. We work in threes, actually. So it actually, psychologically, it helps, um, you know, in terms of, I can't remember what, it, it, it's It's the power of threes, right? Um, so you can actually take even just three steps and create a smaller course. So in essence, you can create maybe three times three courses and, you know, and teach each phases separately, or you can expand later on and create a six or 12-month program as well. A start somewhere, focus on that, get that working first, because people have to hear from you and your offer, the same offer over and over and over again.
1: Wow. That's some great stuff that you're sharing and and so, so, so true. And I think offers that a lot of times, like you said, like on a website, you know, you look at a business owner or an entrepreneur and it'll just be... Like, hey, I just do this, this, and this, you know, call 800, blah, blah, blah. Or, and it's like, well, I don't, why am I calling? I don't even know why. Why would I call other than I, yeah, I have an idea what you do, but there's nothing, I guess, that speaks to my challenge or my pain point. And there's no indication that, that you could help me with some results, the results I'm seeking. And does your offer give me some, some, Something to nibble on, something that I can it lead me to say, "Hey, this could be this could help me solve this problem, or get or at least get to the you know get you know start finding out what where I can you know minimize it and then get, and seek the results I seek." So, like you said, there's just a lot of people are unaware that that's why their websites aren't really working.
2: Yeah, and what I also see and is probably just going to finish off in this point um, is that people don't understand the different modalities of where the leads come from, what the system is and what an offer is. Let me just give you some examples. Leads come from social media. So there could be Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, you name it. Paid advertising, SEO, podcast speaking, all of that. That's leads. Systems are, Things like life launching, evergreen launching, challenges, mini offers, email marketing, application funnels, and so on, right? Tripwires, if you heard about that. That's systems. We we kind of keep on mixing things up, right? Now talking offers, an offer is a one-to-one group coaching, a membership site, courses, affiliate offers, apps, paid challenges done for you. You got to remember that. You got to really write this down. And entrepreneurs think they they need to do everything to pick one or two maximum from each channel that I just said. Maybe it's using Facebook and paid ads, and you run into a webinar funnel and a mini offer. And your offer at the end of it is a group coaching and a one to one. Yeah. Makes things so much easier if you understand that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Cuz like I said, you you want to meet them where they're at and sometimes it may not be the the mastermind or the high end. It might be something lower. It might be, you know, something that your entry level if that if that is applicable. Like a, it it's like a downsell, but at least you're not leaving them where they're not becoming a customer in that case. Yeah. No, so so true. I I love this and and we got about uh, 30 seconds till the end here, but I know we can elaborate a little further as we go into the third segment. Again, everybody, we are talking from nine to five to thriving entrepreneur and bestselling author with Sabine Matharu. Again, we encourage you to listen to this show again. There's so many valuable nuggets that she is sharing here. Again, we encourage you to listen later today here. This will be available on demand for your uh, your ability to listen. And again, you can listen to on Apple, Voice American Influencers Channel, and of course, our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. we got to go to break, everybody. But now you're going to learn a little bit more about some of the things that Sabina is working on, some things that could be encouraging to help you in your business. And we'll be right back after the break.
0: Again, that's 1 472 5795, or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success.
1: Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're here we're talking about from nine to five, from thriving entrepreneur to best selling author. We're, we're here with Sabine Mathrew. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and meet new people. Again, this is a membership program, takes all the noise out of social media, allowing you to come in on your time to generate genuine and authentic relationships with people that you haven't talked to in a long time and meeting new people for the first time. Check them out at alumni direct.com. That's alumni direct.com. So Sabine, you have just shared so much wisdom and insights, so many golden nuggets here on the show, and helping whether if you're still in co- corporate looking to transition into entrepreneurship, whether if you are looking to create more impact and authority, no matter if, if you're working in corporate or as an entrepreneurship. You talked about you know delivering a compelling offer. So many valuable insights that you shared today. I would love to in this segment that you know you know as you people got to know you a little bit from your story when you started. You know, what are some of the things that you're working on? I know you have, it's the, you know, I know it's the fourth anniversary, I believe, of one of your books. You have a new book coming out. You have you know, you've launched uh, recently, not too long ago, the Empowerment Portal. Let's talk a little bit about that because I'd love to, you know, bring those to light to the listeners that they get to know, you know, you and all the things that you're working on that perhaps that could help them as well.
2: Well, while now listening to you, I'm thinking i got so much on my plate. <laughs> you oh, got gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scary. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, so we've obviously spoken about the the uh, entrepreneurship arm of, of mine, yes. which is actually the Easy Client Attraction Method. And uh, so I work with a partner on that. And then I have another partnership with um, another wonderful lady, which I know you had in a show a couple of weeks ago, which was – was talking about the empowerment portal but but it's actually interconnected that this is not separate this has not come together as like coincidence my I, I mean I I started off um obviously in entrepreneurship with my programs and I had so many people around me that um just were networking with me and they, they were in, in connection with me and, and and I thought you know what why don't we write a book together? That was the idea. And f- that was four years ago when we launched. And that book, by the way, came together in about four months. I mean, literally talk of, I didn't know anything about how to publish or even write a book. Um, if you, you notice, I'm not even a native English speaker. I'm from Austria originally. So <laughs> my, um, my English would probably, you know, me writing books, it's not my not my kind of forte. Um, but I actually met the copywriter because I was also doing online networking events. That was way before COVID, right? We did online networking events and I ran, ran those. So I actually met all these wonderful people. And as we came together, copywriter, publisher, they were all sort of helping me. And we created this team. Within four or five months, we launched this book. Then I got a call from some HR leaders and they said, hey, you know, we've seen, you've written this book. We've got, uh, International Women's Day coming up, which was in March 2019. Could you do a talk for us? Could you come and bring some books and do some book signing and just talk about women's empowerment in our organization? Mm, I said, "Yeah, I haven't thought about this, but that gave me some ideas." So I went to some really large organizations, well-known organizations, and I did some talks and sold the books and signed, and you know, they really were amazed. And inspired. And then there were some people uh, coming up to me after those talks and said, hey, do you have any place where we can have more of these conversations, these empowerment type of conversations? Because the things that we, we learn about, you know, is more like skills for our job and how we do this and how we do that. I know this has now changed as well through the pandemic, but back then obviously it was pretty much it. leadership and how to sell and how to do this, how to do that, and and not really about sort of spirituality or you know the the healing or or you know other things around the, those sort of what's sort of subconscious kind of stuff. And that's what the first book was about because it's actually called Rise in Pursuit of Empowerment. And these are stories. Wow. From- the second one was actually just released before the pandemic, and that was called Joy recipes for abundance so we did talk a bit woo-woo stuff right around that and that's beautiful because i wanted to bring that in and the third book by the way chris guess what the idea came to me literally a month after i've actually launched a second book which was two weeks into the, into the pandemic i know i knew i needed to go around the world and interview people who are thought leaders and also influencers and are doing amazing things throughout the pandemic. So I actually wrote a book with 25 people who created a massive shift, actually called Shift, A New Era Begins, and it talks about the pandemic. And when you look at the book cover, which, by the way, you can find all the books on Amazon, we're all in bubbles because we were in bubbles. So all our authors are actually in bubbles on the book cover. Um and I, f- I heard stories from behind the scenes, as in like the, the, the local council, how they heard first. And that was way before we ever knew about, you know, what was, what was really happening in, in our country. The council, how they were already setting up, you know, um, emergency kind of supplies and how they were planning the vaccination centers. So I actually got someone from the council talking about that. It was so inspirational. I did some podcasts around that first because I wanted to hear their stories, and the best stories went into the book. So that's really how I'm creating. <laughs> it's it's on the fly, right? It's actually jump off the cliff and build the plane as you as you <laughs> on your way down. <laughs> and so the empowerment portal came to life as well because people said, "Where can we?" Be more empowered. So the first step was, okay, all the women that were in my books, do you have any mini courses or resources that we can just put onto a membership site? That was the, idea, the initial idea. And so ne- that's why we have like you know, 50 odd kind of training courses on there of, of all the different providers and in a directory of, of different um, consultants. And now we actually expanded because I knew this would be amazing to actually bring into organizations organizations now need this stuff and these tools and we expanded with things like leadership and we talked to you about that as well chris i know you are very much in into this this arena um and and obviously that's one of my background as well leadership and and well-being so actually bringing those two components together bringing all this good stuff into an organization
1: wow Oh, I mean, it's so great. I know I had, I, it was so great, you know, with you and Sharon uh, when we did the uh, webinar a few weeks ago and it was just so powerful. And I know there's so many more things to come with that and all the great things that you're making a difference uh, doing that. Where do you envision, like, you know, like I said, like with all these things that you're doing, what is the thing that you ultimately would like to, you know, do and impact you know either whether it's, it's both the corporate and entrepreneurial space or one or the other
2: you just said the word of the fourth book it's going to be called impact
1: <laughs> okay. there we go. I love it
2: <laughs> I haven't written it yet but it's definitely going to be stories around the, of people that I made an impact on of organizations that have seen a huge shift by use, utilizing the resources. And, and the team at through the empowerment portal. That that really is my my next sort of piece of legacy piece, really.
1: Wow, I love it. And impact is so important because it's one of those things that can, you know, the impact that you make could, you know, could last for you know, even beyond our our lifetimes, you know, and the you know, things you could pass on to other pioneers you know, other uh leaders in 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 industries or our family, our children, that type of thing. So I think it's powerful stuff yeah
2: absolutely and 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 i think the great thing now i see myself almost like a um, spotting um talent <laughs> because i'm networking all the time and i'm I'm looking at different programs that different people can can offer and and seeking sort of new ideas and new ways because we know the old ways don't work anymore the uh-huh. old ways of training people or there's this things like eap programs these are employee um assistance programs where there's some sort of (laughs) 800 it used to be in my back in my days 800 numbers on a on a p on a wall somewhere you can phone up and get some assistance assistance when you have some sort of mental wellness uh, challenge people don't want to Call these numbers because I was always no. afraid that maybe I'm going to end up on the blacklist, and my. Well, that's it. There, there's a, there's it. that
1: dogma, right? And that dogma is hard to go away. And and they, there's got to be a a a better, safer way to do that. No question about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's the, really the space I wanted to create, and also sort of a fun environment because you know, a um, uh, corporate training can be so stale. Right. I mean, the, the amount of, of, of portals that I've seen and they were all sort of black and white or grey. And, you know, now, you know, we're on Zoom now. People don't see us. I know. But I'm I'm wearing a really bright coloured shirt and that's how I present myself. And even if you go to um, the website, which is the empowermentportal.com you will see me speak and how we're all vibrant using different colours, because that's what it's all about. It's about creating that kind of culture of, you know, of having fun at work because at the end of the day, we're spending apparently over 90,000 hours in a lifetime at work. So why can't we make it better for all of us?
1: No, it's true. It's so true. You're right. It's got to be an experience. And that's where I think 2023 going about, it's all about the experience and that experience starts with you. And I guess it will start with an organization, whether if you're an entrepreneur a small business, a corporation, that experience has to start within and then reflect outward to the people we serve. So no, you're definitely creating experiences to so be, no question about it. We we're at the end of the show. And I wanted to let you know, first off, we want to thank you personally for taking time out of your day because it's late in the day for you in the UK, you, you have family, you got to get to. and But we would love to have the audience get to know you and reach out to you. What is the best place that they can reach out to you. What where are you going to be next and anything that you'd like to provide them?
2: Yes, absolutely. The empowermentportal.com, that's with the word the at the beginning. You'll find me there. Definitely reach out. You can book a call. You can find me obviously on Facebook uh, and Instagram, uh Sabina Matharu. Um, I have also a Facebook group for female entrepreneurs. You'll find that when you you know, reach out on, on, on my personal profile. There will be links everywhere, signposted. I'm sure, Chris, I, I can, you know, post a few more links um, for people to perhaps... Yeah, you can definitely post that on the book. show
1: notes. Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: You can download the books as well. Have a look at the books. Uh, it's on Amazon. There's also a free download that I've provided because the books also come with, a, with some bonuses like meditations and other resources, which is beautiful. So they can be downloaded uh, as well.
1: Wow. Fabulous. Well, I mean, thank you so much for your time today. I, it has been a, a wealth of knowledge, you know, in terms of the all the things that you bring to the table. We we highly encourage everybody that's listening right now to the show, go back and listen to the show again, share it with somebody. Again, people can listen to the show in its entirety. Anytime uh, later today, uh, we'll have the on-demand version. There's some great information here. And uh, we hope everyone received a lot of value. Sabine, thank you so much for your time today. We greatly
2: appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it.
1: Thank you. Well, listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here in the Sustainable Success Way. We are committed to bringing subject matter experts like Sabine in to share their words of wisdom, insights to elevate your business, organization, personal success, and anything that is worthwhile to achieve in your life and business to the next level Reach out to us if you have any questions. If you'd like to connect with uh, Sabine, you have her information. You could also reach out to us. and We'll connect you with her. Until then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday, 12 noon East Coast time. Have a great day, everyone.